Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. The podcast is really growing, and it's all because of you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, We're approaching about 4,000 listens, and um, Anchor estimates that I have about 110 people that are listening to most every episode. The first episode has over 300 listens, so thank you guys so much. Uh, A couple people who have reached out with questions or have said they're enjoying the podcast in the couple day in the last couple days are Maurizio from Italy. Thank you so much. Ariane from Pakistan, Samir from Afghanistan, Aisha from Pakistan, and Rafaela from Italy. Thank you so much. And I Rafaela, I still have to uh make that podcast about sports that your husband was asking about. Also, the YouTube channel. Um, have about 70 subscribers already. A lot of people reaching out saying that it has been helpful. Today, there are two new videos on the YouTube channel. One is about some free material that is available. I urge you to Google search, or excuse me, search on YouTube for my name, Learn American English with this guy. And in one of the videos, I talk about a lot of free material that I forgot I even have. I make material for my own students in my classroom American students who are learning English. Of course, they are all native English speakers. But if you are looking to learn a little bit more about... we call, This is getting pretty technical, but we call it figurative language that a lot of writers and poets use. Terms like personification and hyperbole and metaphor and simile. There's also a few history videos on there about the Harlem Renaissance. So if you click on the video on YouTube that says free material, I talk about how you can access the stuff I make for my students. If you are a beginner, I would say you might want to stay away from that. But I've made all of the videos. You will hear my voice. You will see what I am writing. And sometimes I put pictures up to go with what I am teaching. And it's from an app called Show Me. But the links are all in the description of that YouTube video. So I know that isn't going to be for everyone because it is a little bit detailed. But if you were looking to see and hear what Native American or Americans who are native to English 
will be learning in my class. That is available. I also made a video on YouTube about phrasal verbs. A few people have reached out and asked for phrasal verbs. And to be honest, I didn't even know what they were. But I did a little research and I thought, oh, yeah, okay, phrasal verbs. So it really wouldn't be helpful for me to talk about that on a podcast, the phrasal verbs. But if you check my YouTube and turn on the subtitles, that might help. So I did all phrasal verbs using the word break. So break up, break out, break in, all of those. And I hope that'll be helpful. In today's podcast, what I would like to talk about is yet another snow day. It's possible we will have a snow day tomorrow, which is great because I will probably be able to make some YouTube videos, spend some time with my family, get out a couple podcasts. That's all great, but there are some bad parts to it also, some drawbacks, and I would like to go into those right after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, so that snow day that we might have tomorrow. The guy who teaches math with me at my school loves snow days. He loves snow days and is hoping we have a snow day tomorrow. I am the opposite. I hope we don't because that means we will have to make it up at the end of June. Right now, our students are pretty much focused on what they need to be learning. Of course, not all of them are. Uh, They are 13 and of course can find many other things to do than study, but a lot of our students are very focused on what they should learn. I worry that the more days we have in June, the less, sorry, the less focused they will be on their academics, which is why I don't like having snow days. Also, the weather is cold right now in early February. If we have a snow day tomorrow, we will have to make that up, I think, on June 13th, because right now we are scheduled to get out on 
June 12th, I think. My dates might be a little off, but I think that's pretty close. So if we have a snow day tomorrow, that means our summer gets a little shorter because as teachers and students, we don't go to school in the summer. I have made podcasts about this, so I won't bore you again with talking about how we don't go to school in the summer. But in the middle of June, the weather is going to be so much nicer. And this math teacher that I talked about has a grandmother who is very accurate at predicting snow days. She gets almost all of them correct. And she is saying that we will have a snow day tomorrow. And she is also saying we will have a snow day on Friday. So two days in a row. Tomorrow is Thursday. And if we have one on Friday, that means we won't get out until two days later in the summer. I would much rather go to school now when the weather is cold and yucky out than to go in the summer when it's usually pretty nice. Now, don't get me wrong. If students are not going to be safe going to school tomorrow because there is too much snow on the roads or it's too slippery, then I definitely want to have a snow day. I know for a fact that it won't be snowing in June. It'll be much safer to have the kids walking and on buses in June than it will be tomorrow. But I would love for the storm that is supposed to happen tomorrow with several inches of snow, I would love for that storm to miss us. Sometimes the snow will go out to sea or out to the ocean. I live not too far from the ocean and sometimes the storm never hits us. I would like for that to happen tomorrow. But we have an app or a website that you can go to called Snow Day Calculator. And that site or app will calculate or predict the chance you have of having a snow day. So if it's 0%, then we're not going to have a snow day. If it's 100%, then most likely we will have a snow day. Sometimes the app or website is pretty accurate, but not all the time. Last night, when I checked the website, it said we had an 88% chance of having a snow day on Thursday. When I just checked it a few minutes ago, it's now Wednesday afternoon, 
it said we have a 49% chance of having a snow day. So I like the way that calculator is moving. It's moving down, making it less likely for us to have a snow day. But like I said, the math teacher's grandmother is very accurate. And she says we will have a snow day. Friday is not going to be so much snow as it is sleet and freezing rain. Now, sleet in English means not snow and not rain, but something in between. Like little, tiny, tiny, tiny ice pellets falling down. So not soft like snow and not wet like rain, but more like little bitty pieces of ice falling to the ground. Now, if those pieces of ice get bigger, and this usually happens in the summer, not the winter, we call that hail. Hail. Those are literally chunks of ice falling from the sky. And oftentimes we will say quarter-sized hail, which a quarter is a piece of um, money. It's a coin that we use. And sometimes they'll say golf ball size hail or baseball size hail. And hopefully this never happens, at least where I am around. But they do sometimes have softball size hail. And you know that is going to do some damage. I love recording these podcasts in my car, which is where I am now. And the car that I'm sitting in now actually has had some hail damage. If you look at the roof at just the right angle, you can see there are little dents all along the roof because of a hailstorm we had a couple years ago. But we don't have to worry about hail Thursday or Friday. The thing we have to worry about on Friday is freezing rain, which is maybe the worst. Because what freezing rain does is that it falls to earth like rain, but then like the name says, it freezes after a very short period of time. So then you can have a very messy situation that it doesn't matter if you have snow tires on your car, which a lot of people around here do. They're tires that you put on your car that are made for traveling in the snow. Makes them more sticky so that they're not going to slip around in the snow. But if it is freezing rain that turns to ice, freezing rain, it doesn't matter how good your tires are. Some places that have really bad weather for a longer period of time might actually have studded snow tires, studded 
snow tires. What makes them studded is that there are little like points on the tire, metal points that really dig into the snow or maybe even the ice that would really help. But I don't know anybody where I live that actually has studded snow tires. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was understandable for you. I hope I talked at an even pace, not too fast, not too slow. And you learned a little bit about snow days and the type of weather that we might have. Thank you again so much for listening. If you have any comments or would like to hear any podcasts in the future, please get with me on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, all of those things. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time.